Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Welcome uh, back to the Echo Youth Podcast. Back again. Uh, This is episode 76. Yeah. Yeah, 76. We just hit 75 last week. 76. So, uh, yeah, it's good. We're going to read chapter 20, uh, the second to last chapter in this book. So, we only got one week left. And then we're going to. Yep, yep, yep. Then we're going to have to pick something else. So, we'll decide next week what we're going to do. Might go back to a reading plan or maybe some. uh, Current events, talks, something like that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll figure it out. Um, But we'll do that, and then we have a draft finish up. Sorry, uh, we're a little (laughs) bit behind on the graphics uh, right now, so we'll get those posted all this week. And uh, I've made two of them, so I just got to make this one that we're after we're done. That we're doing right now. Then we'll get our scores back up to date. Yeah, so then we'll be all caught up. It'll all be good. So don't worry. Don't send me a hate email here, and uh, (laughs) we'll be all right. Okay. Chapter 20. Chapter 20, we'll get right into it, and then Ben's going to cue us into the, uh, the, the draft drafty afterwards. Pill. So chapter 20 is really cool. So we just, last week was kind of depressing a little bit. Yeah, it was a little uh, rough. But it was good. We just talked about the crucifixion of Jesus, which is an important part of the story. Um, and then now we're talking about the resurrection. And so um, we'll just get right into it. So basically, on the, I'm going to kind of paraphrase my whole way through this, read some scriptures while I'm right. doing it. But on the that first day, which is probably Sunday or Monday, first day of the week, the Bible says, uh, Mary uh, Magdalene went to the tomb, noticed the tomb was empty, and she was um, like freaking out about it. Like she was kind of upset that uh, um, her Savior's tomb was gone. Yeah. Um, So she ran to Peter and John uh, and said to them, they have taken the Lord from out of the tomb. We do not know where they have laid him. So um, Peter and John were running, and uh, it's kind of funny here. <laughs> John wrote this book, and uh, <laughs> just BM Peter. And verse four says, and this is—it's just so funny to me because this was like two thousand years ago when this was written, and roughly, and so it's like a like a in our terms like a relatively ancient text, um, and we think of like people being so different, but. John just writes in verse four that <laughs> both of them were running together, but the other disciple, meaning, meaning John, John, outran Peter and reached the tomb first. <laughs> he just had the note. I got there first. Yeah, so it literally says he outran him. Like he's like putting in the gospel of John that he's faster than Peter. Yeah. <laughs> um, Get owned, Peter. But then uh, when he got there, John just looked in, and then when Peter arrived, uh, shortly after Peter walked in, and so there's actually some powerful implications to that if you want to. I think Pastor Julian Lowe said talked about it at camp a little bit. How uh, you gotta uh, what what was the line he said? Run your race at the pace of grace, or something like that. Stride, not strive. Yeah. So he was just saying that you just you you do it how you got to do it because even though John got there first, it was still Peter's calling to walk in and figure that out, which is cool. So silly, but there's some implications there. So. Moving on, so they see that Jesus isn't there, but that his like clothes are there. So um, 
I don't know what clothes Jesus is wearing now, but uh, I'm just kidding. So he's uh, running around. Um, so then the next section here, verse 11 um, through like 16, no, is that 18, 18 is where uh, Jesus appears to Mary. And uh, so Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. She's just still like so distraught. And, and then uh, angels sitting inside wearing white said, uh, woman, why are you weeping? And so um, she said to them, they've taken my Lord, you know, that whole thing. And so then Jesus appears and said to her, why are you weeping? Who are you seeking? And uh, supposing him to be the gardener, uh, she said to him, sir, if you have carried him away tell me where you have laid him and I will take him away and then he looks at her and says Mary and she says rabbi or uh, in Aramaic rabboni which means teacher um, and then Jesus said to her don't cling to me for I have not yet ascended to the father but go and tell everybody basically so yeah uh, there's some interesting uh, implications here but basically obviously Jesus is just um Revealed himself, risen. Yeah, revealed himself to Mary. One of the things that I have, one of the things I've always questioned is why nobody can recognize him at like first glance. Mm-hmm. Um, and what kind of form was he in? And is that an implication of kind of what it will be like for us when we go um, to heaven or when we, we move on to that next um, stage of you know life uh, moving into heaven into eternity eternity but i don't know so it's it's kind of yeah. in- interesting thought um so kind of ponder that i don't know i don't know that i have an answer <laughs> uh ben do you have any ideas or any thoughts yeah, on I've it always, it's always intri- intrigued me too especially when uh when he goes down and meets the rest of the disciples which we'll talk about later I think in this chapter, but he just, yeah. they don't notice it's him until he yells at them. And then they're, they're like, wait a second. <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't know. Um, it could have some deeper implication, but don't know that it does. Uh, when he says, um, Mary to her and she recognizes him, then it, it's, it's an implication, uh, or it's kind of a, a cool, uh, full circle moment to, uh, um, when Jesus said that, um, I think it was Jesus that said it. Um, yeah, Jesus taught it that his, um, his sh- like that the sheep will know his voice. Yeah, and so she didn't recognize Jesus until he said her name, and she recognized him. At the, and so I think that's, that's pretty true. cool. That is really cool. Um, the other, the other. Okay, so one theory that. I've heard. I don't know if this is true or not. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But Jesus was so, like, brutally beaten and maimed and things like that that, like, they just didn't recognize him because of, like, the... Because it talks about he still had his scars. So it yeah. wasn't necessarily their open wounds still, but, like, he could have been scarred, scarred up. up and they wouldn't have recognized him. So I don't know. I mean, no. Or where... Well, or, that, or, that would make sense because Thomas asks to see the scars on his hands and feet and then sees them. So, yeah. he, I mean, obviously he has to have them. Yeah. So, so that, 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 that would could, make sense. That could be it. Um, just interesting thoughts. Or he could be wearing like com- like different Completely clothing different than clothes. what he normally would wear, and you know all sorts of different things. But yeah. the biggest implication of that section is not necessarily that she doesn't uh, recognize him, but that she recognizes him by his voice because it's kind of a full circle moment. And that another like huge implication that mm-hmm. I've 
like historically it wasn't um it wasn't very normal for the the woman to get that news and then be in yeah, charge of like going to tell everybody yeah she's the first one. she wouldn't be the messenger in that in that cultural setting she would have probably been the last person to find out yeah like that big of a big of a thing so it's just super cool that jesus chose to reveal himself to her first really cool yeah which is super super sick yeah so let me move on to when jesus appears to the disciples um and so they said that uh, it says, on that evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. So Jesus came in through the locked door, said, he peace said, be with howdy. you. There's some other things that go on in this story and different gospels, but in this one, it's just kind of, it kind of just brushes over it a little bit. Um, and then later on, he says, receive the Holy Spirit. So it's kind of talking about when Jesus is going to leave and ascend into heaven. He's going to leave his, uh, leave the Holy Spirit as a helper, uh, the Bible says. And so that's pretty cool. So then now the last portion here is uh, Jesus and Thomas. And so Thomas, one of the 12, called the twin, we know him as Downing Thomas. Uh, he shows up late to the party. Uh he, yep. he didn't get the memo. He didn't get the invite till later. So then he shows up and all the disciples say, we just saw Jesus. He's back. He's real. And and he says, until I see the scars in his hands and in his side, I won't believe. Yeah. Which is kind of looked down upon when we read it. And I think there is some like, there is good reason to be like, slightly looked down upon that statement because it's like, you know, where's the faith in, in, in that? And yeah. But I do think that it's also a relatively... In some ways, it's a relatively healthy perspective for us to have because Thomas doesn't want to ride on the coattails of somebody else's faith. He wants to have his own, Mm. um, which I think is a really good concept for us to have where like we pray the prayers and sing the songs that say, show, show us your glory or show me your glory. Like where I want to, I want to experience, I want to see it for myself. I want to experience you for myself. Yeah. And so I think there's a healthy part of that where uh, because Jesus even says himself at the end, have you uh, believed because you've seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen me and yet still believe. So obviously there's some, Jesus is hoping that he would believe regardless and is hoping that all of us would believe even when we can't see. Uh, but I think there is a, a hint of goodness to that statement, meaning that in the way that uh, Thomas just wants to experience Jesus for himself, and I think we all do as well. So. Yeah. Um. And then uh, at the end, John writes at the end of that chapter, now Jesus did many other signs um, that are not in the book. Basically, he's just saying these are just the ones I put in here so that you would uh, believe in Jesus and all that kind of stuff. And then it says at the end, and that by believing you may have life in his name. So that's kind of a central theme to John's book is that, or the gospel of John is that um, if in believing in Jesus, you'll have life and life more abundantly. So it's pretty cool. So this is kind of where it's coming to fruition where the crucifixion happens. Now Jesus is risen from the dead and he's showing himself to people. And so he did what he said he was going to do and dying and rising, rising again. And so it's kind of cool. And then, uh, and then we'll get to, uh, the last chapter and one of my favorites, which is chapter 21 when he appears to seven disciples and there's kind of a full circle moment there too. So it's really cool. Very cool. Very cool. Almost done. I think that's all we got for today. If you have any questions, let us know try to answer them as best as we can yep. uh, but now we'll move on to the draft all right moving into the draft we like we mentioned we have three that are backed up so those will be posted 
if not this week. Well, this week, yeah, probably. At least two of them. But here we go. We are going to draft our favorite movie lines slash quotes, whatever you want to call it. Of all time. Of all time, buddy. The best ones ever. The best in our own opinions. In our personal opinion. So roast us if these are garbage lines. Don't shoot the messenger. Yeah, but they're not. So rock, paper, scissors right away or what? You ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Get sliced, homie. Okay, let me... Let me finish this table here. Ben. Okay. I'm just going to laser off my first pick, okay? All right, what is it? This one. And it better be good. Oh, this is one of the toughest lines because it throws you for a mind boggler. Okay. It was at the end of, I believe, Infinity War. Uh, and Thanos goes, I am inevitable. And then snaps his pinky, dude. Snaps his fingers, dude. I am inevitable. All right, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. The story is what makes that crazy because you never think the villain's going to win. And then in the, that movie, it looks like, uh, heck, he just won. He got all the stones, dude, and he, he clicked his fingers. You made me think of another one, so. All right, all right. All right, all right. Okay, here. Fine. Kay. Fine. All right, fine. I'll yep. do my, I'll do my best one here. Okay. Okay. Okay, Brett. All right. Uh, I'm gonna do. Um, aim small, miss small. From that's a good one. The Patriot. Yep. He's uh, showing his putting the rifles in his son's hand, putting a aim lot of small, responsibility in him. He said, "Remember what I told you, boys. Aim small, miss small." Yep, that is a good one. And uh, they even say it in other movies. And yeah, they rip it off like everywhere now. American Sniper, things like that. Uh, the concept of that line yep. is that when shooting a firearm mm-hmm. or even like throwing a, a ball or whatever, if you aim for a really, really small target, you'll miss by a small margin. If you aim for a big target, you'll miss by a big margin. Yeah, that makes sense. So there you go. Aim small, miss right. small. Aim small, miss small. I'm going to go with one from Pirates of the Caribbean. We were talking about this. But I'm going to go with one that was improvised on the fly by Johnny Depp. And I'm going to say, I got a jar of dirt. I got a jar of dirt. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't even in the script. Johnny Depp just started saying that, and they left it in because it was hilarious. I got a jar of dirt. That's funny. After he steals... uh, What's his name? Oh, the octopus dude. Davy Jones. Yeah, Davy Jones. After he steals his heart. And he, I got a jar of dirt. I got a jar of dirt. <laughs> and then the camera cuts to Will and Elizabeth, and they're like, what's happening? That was like a genuine reaction because yeah, yeah. it wasn't in the script. That's funny. I like it. All right. Hmm. All right. Here's a line that nobody will know, but it's <laughs> okay. my, one of my favorite lines of all time. All right. All right, imagine here I'm reading. <laughs> Set the scene for us. Set the scene. I'm reading a newspaper article. All okay. Right. Okay. And this is what it says. Okay. Faulkner is Caucasian. Well, they obviously got that one wrong because 
Oh, that's, that's good. Well, they got that one wrong because you're obviously white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. It's from Hunt the Wilder People. All right, let me let me do it again. Here we okay, go. It okay. says, Faulkner is Caucasian. Well, they got that one wrong because you're obviously white. So there, there's <laughs> the line. There's the line. I'm not. I'm Ricky Pekka. What was it? Faulkner is Caucasian. Caucasian. Well, they got that one wrong because you're obviously white. If you just start the line, I'll be, I'll finish it in the graphic. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I don't want to type all that out, to be honest. Just say Faulkner is Caucasian, and then I'll finish it. So, okay. Uh, nobody's seen that movie, probably. Uh, it's called Hunt for the Wilder People, and it's really funny. It's on Netflix. But basically, there's like news, there's like a, a wanted poster basically out for uh, this guy, Faulkner, who's the, who's the foster parent of this kid, Ricky He's Baker. He's like, dude's uncle. And uh, uncle. yeah, he calls him uncle. And so they, everyone thinks that he kidnapped him, but he didn't. Their house burned down, so they're just out in the so wilderness. They're just living in the woods. <laughs> so, anyways, he, the kid reads a newspaper article that says describing his foster dad or uncle or whatever. It says Faulkner is Caucasian. He goes, "Well, they got that wrong because you're obviously white." So, anyway, <laughs> anyways, I <laughs> like that line. It's, so it's, it's a funny. good line. It's a good line. All right, next. Yep. I'm gonna go with one from Ace Ventura. Oh. And I'm gonna go with, if I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not back in five minutes. Just wait longer. My mom says that like in real life all the time. <laughs> She's such a meme, dude. All right. Then I'm going to do a funny one. Same actor. But my line is going to be, oh, this is so hard because there's so many lines. But Are you going to go from Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do from Dumb and Dumber. But I'm going to do like an undercover one that I think is really funny. Okay. Because um, there's like the typical ones like. I just, just got robbed by a grandma on a motorized <laughs> scooter. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah. It never guess what happened to me. What? I just got robbed by a little old lady on a yeah, motorized cart. <laughs> yeah, motorized cart. I didn't even see it coming, man. Uh, no, but not that one. And then there's also the got room for got uh, room for two if you're trying to go to Aspen. That's a good one. Just yeah. when I thought you couldn't be, be any, any dumber, dumber. you go and do something like this. And totally redeemed. Okay, so there's a good, lot of good ones. But here's the one that's undercover. Most people don't know this. My friend Kyle says it a lot, and it's really funny in uh, certain contexts. But it's it's really simple. It's really dumb, but it's it's uh, actually hilarious. <laughs> I have this cousin. Well, I had this cousin. <laughs> That's the whole line. It's uh, he's in the limo. Um, yeah, t- chauffeuring the girl to the airport. Yeah, and th- he's telling her that uh, he's like, um, what what does he say to her? Uh, you seem a little uptight, nervous about your flight. Yeah, I guess you could say that. And he goes, well, Mary, odds are actually that you're, you're uh, more likely to die on the way to the airport um, than you are in the plane. And then he says, uh, I, well, I, ha- I have this cousin. Well, I had this cousin. And then he starts going on about the story yeah, about how hilarious. his cousin dies in a car crash. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then he's, he's and then avoiding car talk- crashes during this whole thing. Yeah, he's like driving through red lights. And she's like, uh, Lloyd, can you uh, keep your eyes on the road? And he goes, oh. What, what is good it? thinking. Yeah. Like good, oh, oh, good thinking. You can never be too careful. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so People the line in the middle crazy. of that is, I have this cousin. Well, I had this cousin, and I think it's, it's right a goaded line. In the beginning of that, right when she gets in the car, too, she says she's from like Austria or something. 
No, no, no. That's that's at the beginning. Yeah, the very beginning of the he's, movie. He's yeah, asking you're right, for you're right, directions. Right. Yes, you're and, right. And he's like, and then he goes, he's oh, like, Australia. Let's <laughs> <laughs> put the shrimp on the bobby. Yeah, it's yeah. Like nowhere near. The- he's like, nice accent. Where are you from? Austria. He goes, ah, why don't you put another shrimp on the barbie? <laughs> yeah, <it's> <laughs> she looks God. at him like, what? <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, it's good. The one when she first gets in, he goes, there's not saying anything, and oh, she goes, uh, what? He goes. Oh, because he's driving the limit. This isn't yeah. my only job, in case you were wondering. Yeah. Uh, me and my friend are starting up a, 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 a pet st- <laughs> a pet store, and then she's like, "Oh, cool." And he goes, "I got worms." And she <laughs> yeah. goes, uh, "Excuse me." He goes, "That's what we're gonna call it. We're gonna specialize in worm farms <laughs> yeah. or ant farms." Yeah, worm farms. Uh, anyway, their, their apartment is just a worm farm. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that movie's comedy. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> Yeah, the bird. <laughs> he sells it. To yeah. to you sold kid. my dead parakeet to a blind kid? Oh. Yeah, I took care of it. Anyways. I took care of it. Okay, I'm going to go with... <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, arguably one of the most famous lines of all time. I'm going to go with, May the Force be with you, Star oh, Wars. Good, 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 good. Is that your last pick? Yep. May... The force be, be with, you. with you. Classic line. Let's do, uh, we got time. Let's do one more. Okay. So I got more. I do too. Um, okay. May the force be with you. That's good. I got to take that off my list. Where is it? That should have been a top pick, dog. We're being May honest. the force be with you. All In right, popularity. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'll take a Avengers one. Okay. Actually, the superior line. To no, yours. That's not true. And I'm taking I love you three thousand. Yeah, I forgot that existed to be honest. Just won the heart of the Yeah, you just won the all people. the youth girls. <laughs> hey, that one hit me too, okay? Yeah, I didn't know that one existed until well I did in the movie, but I forgot it existed. I love you three thousand. Yeah, forget it. Hey Ben. Yeah. I love you three thousand. <laughs> Thanks, I love you too. <laughs> That feels kind of bad. I forgot that line existed. <laughs> um, <coughs> then I got to pick another one. I got five here to choose from. Your last pick. What's it going to be, bucko? Go ahead. Make my day. <laughs> <laughs> that's, one. that's one of my lines <laughs> on my list. Yeah, that's one of them. I had that, too. I'm going to go with... No... That's not going to win me points, dog. <laughs> That's a superior line, but it's not going to win me points. I'm going to go with to infinity and beyond. Oh, that's a great one. That's clutch. Toy Story. Yep. To infinity and beyond. That's a good one. Well, now that I'm... Uh, I'll do honorable mentions after this. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I'm having a hard time deciding here. Um, I did too. I had enough... I have a... Line I like more, but it wouldn't have won anything. Shh, I gotta take these off. Oh, do I do a serious one or a funny one? Whatever you think will get you the win, buddy. Mm. All right, I'm gonna do the one I said earlier. I'm gonna say, Kay. "Go ahead, make my day." Okay. From uh, Sudden Impact. Clint Eastwood, baby, go ahead, make, make my, my day. day. That is a good line. Go ahead, make my day. All right. The other, well, the other line is, oh, I think it's from Big Jake. It's a mm. uh, 
a John um, Quincy Adams. No, <laughs> why am <laughs> I blanking on his name? I don't know what you're talking about. The the picture we put in your dad's office. John Wayne. John okay. Wayne. John uh, John Wayne says. <laughs> I think it's John Wayne. He says the line. He's like, I know what you're thinking. Do I have five bullets or six? Uh, or did I shoot five shots or six? Because he's got a revolver. Yeah. He said, Are you feeling lucky, punk? <laughs> Are you feeling lucky, punk? Yeah. yeah that's that's one, one of the most famous lines All right. ever. Honorable mentions. Go for it. <laughs> We're <laughs> this about to laugh. This one was also from Toy Story. Oh, you know what one we forgot? What? Oh, believe me. I won't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't pick yeah, that. Yeah, no. It's uh, good. Um, we don't need it. Yeah, move yeah. on. Okay, nice. moving on. <laughs> so I got um, <laughs> FBI. Okay, I got... um. <laughs> <laughs> this was another Toy Story one that okay. I didn't pick, but All right. someone poisoned the water hole. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one's top tier funny, but nobody would vote for that. Then I had, um, I had. There's a snake in my. <laughs> yeah, dude, those are way better. Yeah, it's I had Bond, James, James Bond. Bond. I had I'll be back. Yeah, Terminator. I'll be back. I had Anakin. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> yeah, I, don't. I, I had a. Uh, Obviously, we just watched this movie, so I had Silencio Bruno. Silencio Bruno. <laughs> I didn't put that one, though. That's from Luca. Great movie yeah. if you hadn't seen it. Fantas- I, <laughs> I cried during really Luca. Good. I cried during it. Yeah, it's really great. All right, that's that's all I got. Here's that, one I got. Um, that matter. From Braveheart. Oh, yeah. They may take our Bruno! lives, but they'll never take our freedom. <laughs> yeah, I had that one in my head. I didn't write that one down. but. Or uh, Princess Bride. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't got it. What is it? My name is Inigo Montoya. Inigo Montoya. <laughs> my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare, Prepare to, to die. die. I need to find the six-fingered man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have I have something I haven't told you, but I'm not left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> There's Neither some good ones in there. That's a good movie. Um, Marriage. <laughs> Marriage. Marriage is a wonderful thing. Okay. Go ahead. Make my day. Oh, I did that one. Hasta la vista, baby. Baby. Uh, oh, there's one of my favorite ones, but nobody would know. It's from Monty Python, the Holy Grail. Oh, it's yeah. It's just a flesh wound. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> His whole no, arm cut it off. Yeah. Tis just a flesh wound. <laughs> yeah, it's just a flesh wound. And Dude, then, uh, that movie has so many funny ones, actually. Oh, I'm being repressed. Repress- He's repressing me. Did you see him repressing me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just because you some dainty old muck gave you a sword out of the water doesn't isn't a... Like good stance of government or something like that. <laughs> oh, that I butchered that, but that one's that's a funny line. The one from uh, Incredibles. Honey, where well, is my well, super suit? suit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. The greater good. I'm the greatest good you'll ever have. <laughs> yeah. The greater good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or from Dumb and Dumber. Uh, pull over. No, it's a cardigan. But thanks for noticing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, those are all oh, lines. We've gone forever. We got a bunch of. We're kind of movie buffs and. We like quoting lines. So anyway, so here's the final team. Ben's team first because he picked first. Uh, I am inevitable. Uh, Thanos or Thanos, Thanos. or th- Thanos. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanos, if you will. Or uh, the next one uh, by Captain Jack Sparrow. I've got a jar of dirt. <laughs> I've got a jar of dirt. I got a jar of dirt. Uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, Ace Ventura. <laughs> if I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. Um, and then May the Force Be With You, said by everyone in the Star Wars movie. Yeah, literally the whole cast at least once. And then To Infinity Beyond, Buzz Lightyear. And then I have Aim Small, Miss Small from The Patriot. 
uh, Faulkner is Caucasian. <laughs> uh, well, that's wrong because you're obviously white. Uh, and then I have, I have this cousin. Well, I had this cousin. And then I have, uh, I love you 3000. And then my last line is go ahead, make, make my, my day. day. So vote on what you think the best movie line is. And if you have some that you like that we missed, uh, let us know as long as they're appropriate. This yep, is yep. a this is youth a group podcast. Christian podcast. Uh, this is a Christian Minecraft server, so uh, keep it clean. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but we love you. Thank you for uh, joining in with us, tuning in today. I uh, hope you have a good one. We'll catch you on the flip. Laters. Peace. Peace. Peace.